You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Marlins, your daily Marlins podcast with me, Peter Pratt. This is Wednesday's edition, 19th of Jan. Hope everyone is doing well. Guys, this is almost as close as it gets to a lockout off-season emergency podcast. It is. It was time. I wasn't going to get into this topic today. Had something else lined up, but for today, I wanted to talk about our man, Sixto Sanchez, baby. All of a sudden, Sixto has... I guess, on, on Insta, uploaded that, that he's throwing again. He's uploaded, it's on his own personal Insta account. He's there just kind of soft-tossing, just, you know, just a throwing progression. Nothing chaotic. He doesn't look ready for opening day, any of that. No, no, no. But Sixto is throwing. He is publishing that out on social media, on Instagram. And it's fair to say... There were some mixed reactions. Mixed reactions from Marlins Twitter, from general Twitter, from fantasy Twitter. Tons of different people piling in with views and thoughts on what this video showed. So we're going to spend this episode just talking about Sixto Sanchez. Where are we up to with Sixto? Where should we expect him to go? And what the Marlins could and should be doing with him? Reminder, Sixto Sanchez... He joined the Marlins as part of the JT Riamuto trade. He was the headline name in that package. And at the time, it was felt like it was, a, it was a fair return, for sure. He had ace, upside potential. Clearly had some... There was some known history of injuries. The Marlins, nevertheless, pulled the deal on that. And it also included uh, Jorge Alfaro, of course. So Georgie Alfaro came in to replace Riamuto. Sixto was, was added to the minors... And, uh, and obviously, we got to see him in, in 2020, in the shortened season. He started a postseason game. The hype going into 2021 was big. We were expecting big, big things from Sixto Sanchez. And let's be honest, it all went wrong in 2021 for Sixto. And so here we are right now, after a lost 2021 season, a, what we'll describe as a, I'm not sure how to describe the conversation with Kyle Seelaff recently, but it was, it was a, an open and honest conversation with Kyle Sixto talking about a few things and how he wants to be fitter, healthier, be better, and be a, you know, fundamentally contribute on the field. That's what he's looking to do. Then the video breaks today, and uh, effectively all, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so I'm intrigued to see what everyone else's thoughts are on this one. I think already we're starting to see like very, very mixed signals. I mean, let's, let's kind of look at 2021 and go back very briefly to summarize what we saw in 2020. And uh, in 2020, it was the debut was electric. He started like an absolute house on fire, and there were comps being made to Pedro Martinez. I think Pedro Martinez was making comps even to himself. So, his his at that point, the sky was the limit for Sixto Sanchez. He was healthy. He was doing his thing. He was delivering. It's fair to say, as as his starts went on, it it became less and less impressive, albeit, you know, it was still nice. It, the, you know, we still liked what we saw, but for sure, like, I think the league started to adjust to Sixto Sanchez, perhaps. I don't know, maybe he was still learning. Of course he's still learning. Um, but, you know, there was there was a start for sure against the Rays where he was just 
absolutely locked in. He was he was unhittable, untouchable. It was I remember watching it live. It was a truly sensational performance. I think there was a very similar one that followed that against the Blue Jays. Very, very similar. Loved everything we saw. There was another start that didn't go so well. There was talk, was he tipping pitches, etc. You know, or just, was he just having an off day? You know, so when we look back on 2020, the key bit there is Sixto is, the, it, it was clear. The talent is clear. The ability's there. We know it. We know it will play in the big leagues, right? We know it. We've already seen now that this, the Sixto Sanchez can be a dominant starter at the major league level. So I, in my mind, if, if Sixto's healthy, that is absolutely there. And as we've seen with like a Sandy Alcantara, for example, they these guys, if they work at it and they give it it all, they absolutely, the sky is the limit. We've seen the way Marlins you know, can deliver and develop, sorry, pitchers. So if that was you know, almost raw Sixto, you know, what could we expect in, you know, three years' time if, and it is a big if, but if the health stands, what could or should we expect? So that's the really exciting thing for me. The problem we've got right now is in 2021, our view as fans, and we haven't really heard, I wouldn't say directly what the organizational view is on, on Sixto Sanchez, but as fans, we're in a bit of a bad spot because the Marlins broadly, uh, I think they mismanaged the Sixto uh, situation in 2021. I think they did. I think, he, you know, there was clearly some kind of, it was a slow start for him in spring for whatever reason, whether that was health or whether that was visas or whether it was something else. There was a slow start for him. Then he, he got hurt. And then the Marlins tried to kind of manage the situation. And it was very puzzling, all of the information coming out about Sixto, about his throwing progression and programs, and are we going to see him, what's going on? And then eventually, once the Marlins realized they were out of it for 2021, they went into a, a kind of sneaky tank. And at that point, they, they there was no reason to continue trying to, I guess, work Sixto through that. Shut him down, get get the procedure done that was required, and come back strong in 22. That was the, you know, that was what was shared and what was expected. And in, in many ways, nothing has changed from that. He, he's he gone away, had had the procedure done, and you know, now we're expecting Sixto to start kind of ramping up, and it should be slow. They should be careful with him, clearly. And I guess a few weeks back, we were we got on, on, on Twitter talking about what should we expect from Sixto? What are we expecting? Have we forgotten about him totally? Is he a trade candidate? All of these different topics that were that were knocking around, and, you know, I think they're all in play, I think they truly are, I mean, there's some doubt, I think, within the Marlins, within the fan base, within the media that covers the Marlins, like, where do we sit with Sixto Sanchez right now, does he want it, does he want to be a baseball player, full-time, and that, those are not the types of questions we like to be asking but they're absolutely the questions that need to be asked does Sixto Sanchez in himself want to be a baseball player I think he does I think he does the talent is there why would he not but I guess one of the key standout things from this video clip today is Sixto does not look in amazing shape let's you know let's kind of call it out for someone that 
one of the key knocks is is around the way that he manages himself and his body, etc. Uh, that that image, that video today, I don't think shone the best of lights on Sixto from that perspective. And listen, I'm going to be the first to call out right now. During COVID in the last two years, I have definitely had a, a COVID tire appear around me. Absolutely, you know, sitting on this couch, podcasting, drinking wine. <laughs> it takes its toll. Absolutely. But I'm not a professional athlete, that is for sure. And your body is your your job in many ways. And looking after that is should be priority one. When I look at someone like a, a Miguel Rojas, you know, he is he's one of them guys that just wants to eke everything out of the talent and the body that he has. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of shocked that Miggy and other guys in the, the Marlins clubhouse that we know are proper grinders. When we think of Sandy Alcantara, what that said, you know, who is Sandy as a person? For me, he's just someone that wants to get better all of the time. I feel like Pablo Lopez, exactly the same. Miggy Rowe, exactly the same. These guys, they want to be great. They want to keep working. And these guys have been around, and Sixto has been around for a few years now, so I'm, I'm shocked that they haven't been able to maybe even get through to Sixto. I don't know, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But for me, it is still shocking that um, Sixto hasn't fully seemingly embraced this. So that's a re- you know, it is a red flag. I mean, listen, we got to call it out. That's what the Marlins have called out. They haven't been happy with the way he's looked after his body. They And from at first glance with this video, it doesn't look like things have changed much. And that's the problem if, as an organization and as, a, as an employer. If you call something out and there's an unwillingness to adapt, then that's a problem for the, the long-term relationship between the player and the club. And that is a very interesting concept. So we're going to get into, I think, where we think things play out in, in 22 and beyond for Sixto. Before we get there, it's the first US ad with a British twist of the day. And of course, it is still, guys, I hope everyone is still sticking to their resolutions, plowing through 19th of Jan. I'm still dry. I'm still down the gym, absolutely. So it is the new year and it means New Year's resolutions and it's about getting fit or eating healthier. Make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolutions because it tastes good. You'll want to eat them, unlike other protein bars that could be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. Boy, oh boy. Gets me every time. How many flavors they got? There's so many. Which ones are your favorites? I don't know. I've never tasted any. <laughs> Let me know, guys, because they don't they don't sell built bars in the UK. They need to. Because these sound immense. Who have you got? You've got coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie. Many more. Built's got them coming all the time. New flavors, limited time flavors. Go and check it out. If you want to make a purchase, get yourself over to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15. Gets you 15% off your order fully at built.com. Okay, guys, so what does the future hold for Sixto? It is a really interesting question. It really is. What is it? What does 2022 look like? I think if everything goes to plan, then for me, there's no shot for Sixto opening day. Absolutely. And, and listen, let's just, for the, for the purpose of this part, let's just assume that you have a normal season and a normal schedule, okay? Spring starts normally, Game start normally. I'm not convinced that is going to happen, but nevertheless, if that were to happen and that were to be the schedule, for me, Sixto is nowhere near ready for that. And 
you would expect for them to build him up slowly and perhaps best case with Sixto, you see him May, June, May or June, I think is the kind of natural landing spot there. You know, the give him, he needs to be worked up and built up in, in AAA fully. So I guess that probably does take you more to June by the way that, you know, the, the AAA season starts and he gets, what, four, five, six starts, make sure he's fully built up, you know, has the major league workload available to him. I guess the one thing that plays into that is what happens with the other starters in the rotation. Will there be a need to accelerate that timeline? But I'm, you know, listen, if everyone is healthy that the Marlins have for their five-man, then I believe Sixto, best case, is a June pitcher. It wouldn't totally shock me. It totally, it wouldn't if we didn't see Sixto until after the All-Star break. Or it, again, would not totally shock me if we didn't even see him in 2022, which sounds wild. It really does. Because the procedure is being done. It's seemingly relatively minor. Uh, but nevertheless, I think the Marlins are invested into Sixto. I think this is the other interesting topic with him. As I mentioned at the top, he was acquired. He was acquired as part of a Rio Muto deal. And the, the Marlins have got capital. And, you know, PR almost invested into Sixto Sanchez. They'll want him to succeed. They will. If Sixto fully flames out, if the question being asked is, Sixto, do you want it? And in the end, it transpires that he doesn't want it. Then the Marlins themselves will will not enjoy that, that position. They'll be in a very tricky position. They traded away the best catcher in baseball that then became a massive problem area for the for the organization for many years. They've just addressed it, obviously, but they traded away the solution already and effectively with no return, if that is to be, if Sixto doesn't want it. So that, they're going to give him full, I believe they'll give him full, I guess, reign to try and prove himself. But at the same time, should the Marlins be considering what other alternatives there are? Should they? I mean, we need to upgrade the offense. If Sixto's not going to be healthy for half a year in 22, let's say, and but he's starting to show signs that he is on a full comeback, then the Marlins have a really interesting decision to make there, in my opinion, because you've got potentially one of the highest upside arms that's in the short stint at the major league level has proven that he has the abilities, but... He's not going to help you right now for the first half of the season. The Marlins really do have an interesting conundrum there. And if they're looking to upgrade the offense, which absolutely they are, and I put it on Twitter, I, I, I just can't see a better fit than Cedric Mullins. I really can't. And so when they're having that conversation with Baltimore, I mean, listen, you know, they're going to know, they don't need this podcast to tell them about the, the red flags with Sixto. The health is a red flag. The social media stuff, is a bit of a red flag. The body management is definitely a red flag uh, for sure. So they're going to know them too. But taking all that away when he's on the field and healthy, it's obvious that he he's a talented pitcher. Absolutely. So, you know, is he the type of guy? You know, he's, Does he become a centerpiece part of a trade? I think in reality, the Marlins would be would be crazy not to explore that situation for a huge upgrade like a Mullins or a Reynolds. I think absolutely they should, but 
for me personally, I, I, I'm all in on Sixto. I loved Sixto. You know, let's go back to 2020 again. I'm flipping around on years here, but let's go back. Sixto, he captured the imagination. He captured, I mean, there weren't any fans in the stands, but Sixto on those Friday night starts, I remember against the Braves or whoever, Saturday night starts, weekend games against the Braves, thinking, I was just thinking to myself, what would Marlins Park be like? What is now Lone Depot, but what would Marlins Park have been like? The Marlins in the hunt... Let's not forget, they were absolutely, and they obviously made the postseason, but in the hunt with Sixto Sanchez going against the Atlanta Braves that we were kind of battling with, and there'll always be that rivalry now for sure, but what would the ballpark have been like? I think it would have been electric, and as electric, if not more electric than the the days of Jose Fernandez, truly. I truly believe that, that Sixto had captured the minds, the, the, the hearts, and the eyeballs, not just of you know local fans, but nationally. Like I said, he's he's being talked about on you know the national coverage of you know that the comps were there, Pedro Martinez. <laughs> so you know there was a lot of hype around Sixto for sure, and so we absolutely shouldn't forget that. And you know there's there's a lot of things we don't know. There really is a lot of things we don't know about Sixto and what's gone on, um, and as well what the true feeling is within the organization I don't know the answer to that I don't know where I haven't been able to ask him or Derek Jeter those questions uh, I'd like to I'd like to ask them and try to understand where their heads are at whether they'd share with me directly what their thoughts and feelings were I'm not sure but it's something that would be it would be nice to explore and understand um, you know perhaps as we start to kind of get towards spring or being well and you know, likelihood is Derek Jeter, Kim Ang will be available ideally via Zoom. And, you know, hopefully, if not me, someone else will ask those questions for sure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see where the Marlins' heads are at with Sixto. We had the video, we had the conversation with Carl Selaf. It felt to me like a bit of a reclamation video. Then you've got his own videos being put out there. He's throwing, soft tossing, great. When you look at it on the positive side, that's good. Sixto has resumed his throwing program. He has. That's good. I guess from the negative side, it's fair to say a few people have called out that he looks a little bit round. And that, I don't. I think, is less encouraging considering what we've heard from the organization. Sixto, we want you to look after your body better. And for that to be the first video that he puts up, linked to any kind of baseball-related activities for some time, I think that's a little bit of a... A little bit of a... An FU to the Marlins even, maybe. Like, you know, I don't know. I have to wait and see. So we're going to round things up surely and summarize on everything to do with Sixto Sanchez. Like I said, this was very much an emergency pod based on this video dropping. And so we're going to do that shortly. Before we get there, it is time to tell you about the guys over at Bet Online. Bet Online AG. Um, they want to wish you a very happy new betting year. I mean, it's the 19th of Jan. You guys, you know, a lot of betting to be done. And the, the NFL playoffs are absolutely in full swing. How about those Rams, by the way? The Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50, that's a 5-0, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to get started. You got from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all those amazing 
offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Okay, guys, let's wrap things up here on this kind of Sixto Sanchez special that was uh, an emergency pod. Um, where where are we at? Where do we see things fully playing out for Sixto? I've already put it out there. I My gut feel with him is we see limited amounts from Sixto during 2022. We see some minor league elements and he spends the majority of the season in the minor leagues. I believe, with a cautious approach. I honestly believe that there's an opportunity for Sixto going into 2023 to be a Cy Young candidate, which seems a wild leap from where we are right now on the 19th of January, 22, with this video dropping. Absolutely, it feels wild, but I was absolutely convinced of what I saw with Sixto, and I'm absolutely convinced about what the Marlins as a pitching development organization I'm convinced of what they can do with guys I believe that the organization is still invested in Sixto and with all of those factors playing in I think in 2023 we're gonna have likelihood a stunning season out of Sixto Sanchez I truly believe that I think if he can get his head switched on properly and be around the big league clubhouse for the majority of the time. Around, you know, Mickey Rowe's still going to be there. Sandy's still going to be there, for sure. Other guys, other leaders and veterans will be around, for sure. Not clear on, on who they could be from a pitching perspective. There's a young staff right now, for sure. But there's going to be a lot of good influences in the clubhouse. The Marlins want to make it work. They want to develop guys. Sixto wants it. For me, that all points to Sixto having a stun in 2023. A shortened 22. A careful 22. I think that's the most likely outcome for me. There's other outcomes. And one of them is he's used as part of a trade to upgrade the offense. It's possible. It really is. As I mentioned before, Like he's not going to be helping the Marlins right now for this 2022 season. If indeed they have that all-in mentality. Um... You know, he's not going to be helping them, at least in the first half of the season, most likely. So that gives them extra incentive to you know, consider trading him now to acquire someone that can help right now. So that is absolutely a possibility. And listen, Sixto is still a, one of the top Marlins prospects. He's still in the top 100 overall. If he was, if he was healthy, he'd be a lot higher on the list than, than I think he currently sits. So the talent's there. We know it. We just need to see Sixto kind of switch it on mentally, embrace it, and then start to kind of get this body under control. It's funny. I was looking back and thinking about Vlad Guerrero last year, where going into the year, Vlad was, you know, on a real kind of fitness kick, right? And was really, you know, putting stuff out there, content out there where he's working out. He's in the pool, up and downs in the pool, you know, doing all sorts of kind of various exercises. I want to see more of that from Sixto Sanchez. I want to see more of that type of content. I'm I'm all good with the odd kind of Instagram bits and pieces. And I'm not a big Instagram guy. I'm too old for that. I'm 38. I'm too old for Instagram. Bloody hell. But the things I do see on there, I want to see more baseball. I want to see more of the things that address some of the, the problems that we've that we've seen. 
I want to see Sixto in a pool doing what he's doing, you know, doing some uh, tricep dips off the side or whatever it might be. I want to see him lifting some weights, you know, all these kind of things. I think that would be really encouraging to see. So that's me, guys. I think it's a really intriguing situation with Sixto and there's many, many factors to it. And I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. Should we trade Sixto? Should we persevere? Do you Are you disappointed in Sixto? Are you excited? What is the general emotion you have? Let me know. Let me know via Twitter. You know, DMs are always open, guys, or, or at me as part of the response to this episode. But for now, guys, that is me signing out on Wednesday, 19th of Jan. It's Locked On Marlins. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen of the day or your last listen, depending on which country you're listening in. Appreciate it, guys. We're going to be back in the next day or two. Like I said, I've already teased it out. Isaac Azut is hopping on. So stay tuned for that one. That's part of the Marlins Twitter Madness series that's kind of running over the next couple of weeks. So a few more interviews lined up as well as part of that. Might be Jeremy Taché, hopefully Jess Blaylock as well in the next couple of weeks. So guys, as Peter Pratt signed out. Locked on Marlins. Back tomorrow.